frozen wasteland, haunted by the undead and the dying. What is there to do but survive through the graveyard of horrors and a garden? introduction is like a whole thing i just be like hey what up welcome to dnd on ice it's your girl grim you're playing sukun kana <laughs> you can do that dog sub it's sukun kana from the future when i'm a shitty team. yeah sukun kana from the future when i become a surfer because i turn this ocean into a beach <laughs> 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 i'm here being played by grim welcome <laughs> with me and my pals we got connie He's tall and can punch stuff. We got Maris. She's hot and can stab stuff. What's we got up? Brian. He here to tell us all the things that we are telling him we're doing, but in a descriptive way. Yeah. That's all I've got. And then intro music. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we need a second take. Stupid. We're professionals. <laughs> oh, my God. So like you're saying, welcome back to a tale of both tales. Like you're saying, welcome back to a. Who does intros anyway? You'll never surf in this town again. <laughs> like Grim was saying, welcome back to a tales of bone and ice, a D and D actual play podcast of the comedy horror genre. Everybody want to go around and introduce yourselves and your characters. I think I already did that for everyone, but whatever. Well, fucking do it again. Me, 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 me. Did you eat? Are you sure? Yeah, I did. Okay. Good. I'll just give her a minute for the blood sugar Yeah, process. I need the blood sugar to activate. <laughs> I'm okay with delaying a little bit until the healer is in a better mood, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my name is Kander Kor, and I am playing Condemned, the Goliath Fighter. And that's me, Marilyn, and I'm playing Maris, uh, the yeah, the golden dragonborn paladin, resident bad boy, and friend to all, or sub. We'll see. Friend to most. Not Fang. Friend eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be your friend. My name is Grim, and I play Sukun Kana. She's a Kalistar druid who cries too much. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 will one day be a cool super dude. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll roll your history check. So now we're gonna see who gets to tell what happened last time. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I rolled a three. Oh good, because I rolled a six. I got an eight. You're doing it again. God damn it! You I just showed my notes. Um I can do it again if you want. No, I got this. I even have like my pen out and like I have a notebook and I just don't write in it. So first I'll read off my notes and then I'll uh, go through what I remember. So my notes are session two, Fang, Lichen, from duration, has animals. So that's what I wrote. And then, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then what I remember was we woke up and we were on our way and we were doing our damn thing. And then we hit a crossroads 
we investigated a sign more than I think we had to, because sometimes a sign can just be a sign. We saw a person by themselves out in the wasteland. So we threw Sukunkana on top of Condemn's arms to be like, or shoulders to be like, well, what you doing? And then they walked over to us and then it was like some werewolf or lichen person named Fang. We're walking and talking and then ran into some crystal wolves and then we killed them. And then Fang got super aggressive. Yeah. And was like, you shouldn't cry to Sukunkana. And I was like, eat my dick. And then I think that's kind of where we ended. So. <laughs> so I don't know personally how I feel about Fang yet, but we'll see. I, I, I'm just going to put, I don't want to, you know, shit talk anybody, but here's what we know about Fang. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gave up looking for her friend after half a day oh, because yeah. we met her at like noon and her friend disappeared that morning. Looks to be a ranger, probably, and this is a little metagamey, but what kind of little ranger gets lost? Oh. Three. <laughs> Can't hit for shit. Yeah. Four. Super judgy. Yeah. So it's not looking good. No. Also, we fell in a pit. Oh, yeah. Oh, After all three of us wrote down pit for our bane. Also, I, I, I kiss a skull. Oh, yeah. And then... And then um, Condemned died, and then we re- we had to revive Condemned. Oh, right. Uh, I-, I think we only need to go over the important things. <laughs> I don't think we need to go over the part where Condemned uh, self-owned and got used like a chew toy. Oh, yeah, that was so cool. I loved that. That was probably the best Nat one I've ever heard, Brian. Um. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking dope. Last session, we ended with uh, everybody heading off in a uh, the determined direction led by Sukunkana uh, after a bit of severe judgment from uh, Fang. Yeah, I'm just like, she's on ice, you know, thin ice. Fang looks at Sukunkana and is like questioning, like, how, like, how do you know where you're going? It doesn't make sense. I don't understand. <sighs> Oh, okay, one second. I just need to take a breather. Oh, Connie. <laughs> uh, Condemned was sort of staring off into the distance, and now he seems to sort of snap to attention, but he doesn't look uh, He doesn't look at Sukunkana or at anybody else. He just sort of changes his like viewpoints to indicate that he's sort of listening. That way where you look just a little bit to the side. Um, could you, could you? maybe carry the skull I collected for me (laughs) it's so heavy (laughs) I can't do it Uh, yes says and he just um, he just stretches out his hand uh, for you to place the skull into yeah she she digs it out of her bag and hands it over and sighs as as her encumbrance has been (laughs) has been like Ununned. <laughs> Uncumbered. Un un yes. unencumbered. Uncucumbered. <laughs> and then she turns to Wolf and says What? <laughs> How do you know where you're going? Uh I use a map. How do you know where you're going? Well she doesn't. She like smacks the piece of paper she's holding. She's like, look. Look, I've already told you I got lost. I'm just I I'm curious. I want to know. I want to know how you how you keep track. A lot of this area it's it's 
it's vastly uncharted. Oh, uh, well, you just look at what you... Like, the, here's the thing. Is you can tell where you are based on how far from where you've been, you know? And then you find the next place you, you need to be, which is like a like a a landmark. And you say, okay, now I'm here. And now I need to go in this direction for this long so that I know how long it's been since the last place I was at. And then you get to the next one. I love how accidentally passive aggressive that is. <laughs> oh, well, you just like walk in and you do it. <laughs> how have you survived this long without knowing how to travel to different places? I, I traveled with caravans and with groups i was just it's 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 strange to see such a such few people out here together i i recognize that i was out here with one other person and they are they are gone but they were the one who was who's guiding us so i i don't know Hmm. it's a skill that i i need to pick up so i might ask some for some help once in a while okay all right i can teach you the basics i know quite a bit about cartography it's one of the few things that i know what i'm talking about that other people can relate to okay do you mind if we do you mind if we do that up front yeah no i'll help you i appreciate the humble that you're bringing to this pie (laughs) (laughs) what does that mean i love that oh my god condemned is wondering what pie is, but then he remembers what happened when he asked what a forest was, and he decides not to inquire further. Maris is wondering what humble means. <laughs> I can't hear you over the sound of my abs. <laughs> they just grind against each other at this yeah. <laughs> Oh, sorry. My, the blood is just rushing around so much because I work out just so <laughs> stupidly. Yeah. You should know I based that whole speech off of Moana. <laughs> Wayfaring in Moana. Because I was like, how can I do this? I'm like, Moana, the ocean? <laughs> yeah, it's practically the same thing. Practically the same. <laughs> I connect to the grandma in that movie far too much. I connect to the adorable little pig. <laughs> so Fang, following Sukunkana's lead, watches over her shoulder and begins taking notes on how to... Begin learning cartography. Can I get a perception check from everybody? That feels like character growth to me. I'm I'm back on the fang train. I got six. And by that I mean I rolled a two. (laughs) (laughs) It's really great that my plus six in perception is really coming in handy today. Ooh. Don't worry, guys. I got a three. Doesn't that mean you got an eight? You got an eight? No, I got a fucking four. Um, but Sukun Kana, doesn't she have a plus six to her perception? Yeah, I wrote. Did I count wrong? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to fucking do math. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, it's below ten. <laughs> yeah, so. I, don't really, I don't really care. Yeah. All right, so uh, you doofuses. <laughs> I mean, it's true, but you don't have to say it. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Can I... <laughs> All right, so you doofuses are a bit rattled from the fight that you just had and uh, a lot of the different stuff that's going on. And Fang is is taking notes over Sukunkana's shoulder and in a, in a moment of just looking around and taking bearings of where she is and trying to determine any further landmarks far away in the distance, she points and says, what is... Can you guys see that over there? What is that? I look in the opposite direction. 
<laughs> Sukun kind of follows that lead and looks in the opposite direction. Huh? <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No, over there. Over there. Oh. Oh. Uh, uh, I don't know. I feel like I need some kind of omniscient voice to describe it to me now that I'm squinting <laughs> in its direction. <laughs> <laughs> I take out my glasses. And I, I can feel like I have advantage now that someone <laughs> is pointing towards. <laughs> yes. Roll with advantage, the three of you. Like we we get advantage on perception for this? Why? Yeah, just to see if you can determine what it is from so far away, or if it's just a dot in the distance. But why do we get advantage? I don't know how to play D because the wolf baby pointed it out. <laughs> Sixteen. I got okay. twenty-one. That's better. It is. Um, I think I'm borrowing Grim's die rolls because I got a one and a twenty. All right. Delicious. Wow. I'm going to need those back for next session. Yeah. <laughs> all, all three of you are able to see far in the distance. Connie and Sukunkana are able to see that there seems to be uh, one of those wolf beasts, but they don't look the same. One of those frost beasts, but it's, it doesn't seem to have any crystals on it. And it seems to be struggling, and you can hear like a quiet, gentle sort of pained moaning. So it can kind of run. All right. She just runs. She's not very fast, but she's going. Okay. All right. So as you run up, uh, does everybody follow? Do, do, you, do you guys wait? Oh, oh, the baby. <laughs> Condemned hesitates for a moment before chasing after, and he actually keeps a bit of a distance between himself and uh, the others. Fang, while you guys are running, says, I'll, I'll stay here so you know where to come back to. Uh, Sukun kind of is like, it's fine. Just come on. <laughs> I don't. Well, who's the baby? Is those two over emotional now? And she's oh. still running. I turn around and do the suck it motion while while still sprinting. <laughs> <laughs> so as as the three of you get closer, you can see that there's definitely a large furry beast that is trapped in sort of a a makeshift bone bear trap, and this thing is is very large. It's gigantic. So Sukun kind of, for death, slows down before she gets too close to it, because um, she doesn't want to scare it. Does it also have the ice crystals that the other cock ended? It does not. So as you get closer, it looks over at you and it starts baring its teeth, and it's just... Shh, 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 Hi. Cockin? And it starts like growling, and it's looking at it's looking at you, and it's afraid, and it's angry. Its leg is is snapped, and it's there's there's blood coming down from it. Give me an animal handling check, please. I'm so here for it. Am I am I <laughs> proficient in animal handling? You bet your butthole I'm not. Oh fuck! I really I thought that was gonna go the opposite <laughs> direction. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> so against my better judgment, I'm being honest. And I got a seven. Okay. Uh, you can't really tell what it's it's feeling. It's not. It just looks like afraid and angry. That's what you can tell for sure. Condemned has taken out a javelin, but he's holding off. Hold on, that there, big fella. Um... <laughs> not yet, Burb. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna walk up to it, and I'm just gonna be like, I'm gonna kind of get down on one knee, kind of close to it, not in like biting range. I'm gonna be like. Hey, hey there. Hey, sweet thing. Hi. Oh, that's a, that's an ouch. Ooh, that looks bad. Uh, I can heal that. I'm gonna, I can heal that if you want. 
and then I'm going to put my hand out like you do to like a stray cat that you see to like let them know like I'm nice and let them sniff it. <laughs> Are you proficient in animal handling? I'm not, but can I roll for it anyway? <laughs> you can roll a charisma check. Ooh, shit. Eight. <laughs> Damn it. So it goes, it, it, it takes the, the opportunity and goes for a bit of a bite against you. Uh, roll a deck save to see if you can just like pull your hand back. So a, a one plus zero. <laughs> oh boy! Delicious. When okay, when it goes to bite my hand, can I also use lay on? Like, can I use healing? I want to make a show of it. You know, when you try to tip like a, when you want the person that's working at the coffee place to like see that you're tipping them, <laughs> I want them to realize that I'm healing them. I don't want them to like bite me in the hand and they're healed. It lunges out with its giant fangs and it gets a grab onto the uh, the large meaty part of your hand and you take five damage. With my other, can I flick it in the nose with my other hand? I'm going to say bad because I saw that on Scooby-Doo Monsters Island. It, it continues to hold on and it's looking at you very aggressively. Yeah, I remember that scene. It didn't work out for Shaggy. Mm, oh. <laughs> mm, you're right. <laughs> Bad grandma. That's such a good movie. I like, it's care. still biting Maris, right? Yes. So I want to get them out of that. So uh, I reach into my bag and I want to get out some, some watskana, some dried meat uh, to kind of entice them into it by like tossing it a little bit to the left of where they are and she says inu kakin look uh so you take the dried meat out of your pack and you chuck it over i'm not gonna make you like do a check for this because whatever you're throwing meat she's just gently tossing some meat you know yeah while doing this the the beast lets go of maris's hand and its immediate attention is on the meat and it it eats it up very hungrily and very greedily Mm -hmm. Okay, can I try to rip open the the bear trap then? Maybe we should do that after we chill him out, though. Well, I mean, we gave him meat. How much more chill do you think he's going to get? Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Condemned has had his javelin up, and when it went to bite Maris, he reflexively lifted up and was about to throw it, but then stopped and had a very sort of conflicted look upon his face. And at this point, he's going to put the javelin back in its little holster and he's going to walk forward, uh, you know, still limping a little bit as he's still got a bunch of pain and is running off of whatever substance it is that allows an adventurer to do stuff normally at three hit points. And as it is chowing down on the meat, he is going to try and just grab it and force it down and just use an athletics check to try and wrestle it into a position where it's not able to bite him. Uh, are you trying to do this... Pretty. I imagine you're trying to like sort of like do this a little sneakily and like kind of stealth up, or, or are you just gonna try to like fucking tackle this thing? Just lay down on it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ideally, I would like to get the jump on it. Yes. Okay. Then you're gonna have to give me a stealth roll at disadvantage because that is armor. Oh right, armor. Okay. In that case, I'm just gonna fucking tackle it. I'm not. Okay. I'm not gonna try. He's gonna like. Oh, this is gonna happen. Uh, give me an athletics check then. Okay. Oh, okay. 17. Okay, super distracted this beast is by this meat. You're able to quite easily get it into a position at which you have it uh, wrestled onto the ground. And it's, it's, have you ever had a dog, like when, when they're eating something and they're kind of not supposed to have it. So they just sort of like, <laughs> they just have it in their mouth. 
so it does that and it growls and it, it it's holding this within its mouth almost desperately as you sort of gra- grapple it and pin it to the ground. Yeah, I'm going to rip up in that bear trap while he's got it pinned. Give me an athletics check. Ooh, I forgot that I'm strong. Oh, fuck, I'm strong as shit. 23. Nice. <laughs> 23, baby. Nice. <clears throat> Easy. You you run over to this thing and you can you can see that it's it's made of relatively painful looking bones as it's most things are in the world that you live in. It doesn't clamp together in a way that does like like a lot of like modern bear traps. They sort of like and then they do a lot of like piercing and they like slash up your tendons and your leg and stuff like that. These are meant to like crush bones. And it looks like this Giant beast doesn't have much in the way of crushed bones as simply incredibly discomforted legs, and it's unable to move. So as you pry these things open, it's able to get that leg out, and I'm going to need another athletics check from Connie to maintain it in this grapple, because now it's got more range of movement. Can I entice him with more Watskana while he's thrashing? What I was hoping to do, actually, is once uh, once the trap was opened up, I would want Condemned to try and not keep the animal down, but instead almost not actually throw it, but do that thing where he sort of like pushes it forward and lets go to hopefully jumpstart the natural instinct for it to just GTFO. So I imagine still an athletics check. Yeah, still an athletics check. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. All right, uh, 16. Okay, you're able to just sort of get it up and sort of move it in the natural direction that it is facing. Um, and you said you wanted, uh, Grim, you wanted to entice it with some more meat? Yeah, I guess, like, if I see him gonna, like, like make him move to push it, I'm gonna throw the meat, like, in that direction, I guess? He'd be like, hey, look, more food in that way. Can it walk? Yes, it can walk. It's it's very pained, and it looks like it's got a limp, but it can move. It's, it's, un, it's, everything out here is risky to exist with an injury or without. Obviously, with an injury is worse, but it's never safe to be out in the wilds by yourself. Sukunkana, you take more meat out of your pack and you huck it in that direction. It takes off after the piece that you threw and it finishes up the one that it had and it mows down on the second piece and it turns around and it looks at you. And can I get a uh, animal handling check from Sukunkana? Hopefully it goes better. 21. <laughs> The beast turns around and it looks at you and it senses that you are are different. That you're not like everybody else who is simply afraid of almost everything that wanders the wilds. And it bows its head to you. She does the same thing. And looks up and makes intense eye contact and you can feel that there's much, much to be learned from this being that you know to be Kakin or Wolf. So I watched Balto as a child, so this is like my actual <laughs> fantasy. Because apparently I watched that movie so much I broke the whole v- the VHS machine and the VHS itself. So. That is such a mood. That's so cute. Okay, well, um, so Sukunkana kind of like stares back for a moment and she kind of, she's kind of like, like she's going to like tentatively like mind link. Can she mind link with animals? I don't think she, I don't, she can't understand what it's saying, though, because that's not how it works. It says creature. If there's, if there's one thing I know from science class in grade nine, a wolf is a creature. Yeah, a wolf is a creature. Maybe she won't. Okay, she's not going to use mind link because it might spook it. 
<laughs> she just learned it spooks most creatures. Good to know that you have that consideration for for the animals cock only. In. Yeah, <laughs> animals only get this consideration. Um, so she she like very quietly says, "You." And she's kind of like, kind of like starstruck <laughs> in front of a real animal. Um, and she kind of like put, takes out another piece of meat and like kind of tosses it, but like a little bit closer in front of her. And she just kind of like makes eye contact and like does a really big gulp of air as she just kind of waits in silence. It walks slowly towards where you've placed the meat and it looks down at it and it picks it up and everyone can hear the voice of this coming from this giant maw of this large beast and it says thank you and it runs off into the distance you know that episode of the simpsons where homer gets like really fucked up and then he sees that talking fox on a pyramid or something that's how i feel (laughs) (laughs) condemned isn't sure how to deal with this on the one hand he's pretty sure wolves shouldn't be able to talk on the other hand one of his party members is also a bipedal lizard so (laughs) on the one hand the the first group of wolves that he ever saw was undead and the second wolf he ever saw was (laughs) talking (laughs) are wolves are like normal wolves like this like well known around our parts like we wouldn't no, like, is this the first that we've ever heard of? I have questions about where we get the furs for our things. Uh, magic, don't worry. Okay. <laughs> don't worry, we'll get there. Bugbears. Yeah. Don't poke too many holes in the plot. <laughs> they know what bugbears is worse though, because they're like part of a part of a society. Do you know what I mean? Not only a society, but they're like civilized to a certain degree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's actually uh, owl bears mostly. Oh, owl bears. So a lot of stuff. It's like fur and feathers. Cool. That's very nifty. Anyway, uh, so Sukun kind of, kind of like does that thing where she like pivots on her feet to turn around and look at you guys, and she says, "Did you guys see that? <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys fucking see that shit? That was crazy." Yeah, I'm just like nodding my head, like, "Yeah, it it spoke right into my right into my mind." No, it spoke out loud. Oh, it spoke out loud. Ooh, it spoke right into my ears. <laughs> <laughs> Condemned is still staring at the cocking as it, you know, makes its way off into the distance. And he looks down at Sukun Kana. And when he sees her, like, looking back at him, he just immediately just sort of, like, turns around and begins walking back to Fang. Sukun Kana nods. She's like, yep, we should get going. <laughs> and, and follows after. She's got a lot of di- lot of things to plan to write in her diary tonight. <laughs> I'm just kind of like standing there, like looking back at the wolf and like looking back at them, like going, just kind of like head back and forth, like mouth open wide smile, just like, whoa, like, <laughs> what? That was so cool. Okay. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Let's go, guys. As if I'm not bringing up the rear. Uh, so as you reapproach Fang, she starts to talk in sort of a concerned voice. Uh, what? Uh, is everything okay? What? You, you all look like very different. Everything is excellent. Uh, we met um, a kakin. Uh, uh, what's it? She looks quizzically uh, at you. A, a wolf who was stuck in a trap. We helped him. He thanked us, and they ran into the sunset. It's like noon. Fang <laughs> is like sunset. It's like a tree. You wouldn't get it. Yeah, it's like a tree. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> so with this information, she. Uh, Oh, oh, um, we used to hear stories about, uh, animals with voices. It was not common that we we treated them like 
like fantasies. I uh I should have come with you. Yeah, who's the baby now? Anyway, we gotta we gotta hit the dust trail and get on going. <laughs> we're we're losing daylight, people. Isn't that right, Connie? <laughs> you, you can see her visibly like 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 her her fists clench. All right, let's uh let's keep moving. Is this good place to rest? I could use a moment. Chester's to his arm, which is still supremely fucked up. I I don't know. I don't know anything anymore. Uh, Sukun kind of consults her map and she said, It should be fine. We're just another, like, six hours or something between here and another object. So we're good. I will not require long. Uh, so yeah, you guys want to take a short rest? You want to take a sit down? Yeah. Yeah. If we, I'm also gonna point to my arm because I got, or my hand because I got bit by a, by that wolf, and I'm only at two HP. Oh god! Imagine if he died. <laughs> literally doesn't even care. Sukun kind is gonna produce the Akinkuku, produce some fire, just to you know keep everyone warm while we sit. Maybe it'll make us more comfortable and assist with the healing. Maybe we can cauterize some wounds. Mm. You know. All right. Uh, so if you guys want to take a short rest, uh, Fang gets out some. Uh, bedrolls that she has and she makes so that everybody can sit down around Sukumkana's flame uh, comfortably, not so that everybody just freezes to death sitting on the basic ice. I'm gonna basically like put my ass like in the fire. Like I want to be close to that heat. As a lizard would love to be warm. A lizard in Tanaka is Kiki. Which, which my uncle said we could also use for the word dragon, because it actually just means any lizard, including hey. large lizards. Well, cool. <laughs> that's that's me. <laughs> Condemned is going to, once everybody starts uh, settling down, he's actually going to walk off, and he is going to get about like 100-ish feet away, so still very much within eye line, but uh, very much separated from the rest of the group, and he's going to lay out his bedroll and he's going to kneel down onto the ground and do that i'm sure there's a word for it but where you kneel onto the ground you put your hands down on your knees and he's going to sort of start to meditate a bit and he is he's deep as he's contemplating something and during this is what he's going to be doing for the majority of the short rest and during this time he's going to take from one of his pouches a small pouch that appears to be uh, very well worn, um, but still quite sturdy, years old. He's going to take it out and he's going to put the contents into his hands, which are a few pieces of metal, small pieces of metal, any markings or anything like long ago worn off as he contemplates something. And I don't know if there's anything else the rest of you are going to do with the short rest. Yeah, I'm going to, while while uh, Condemned is doing that, I'm going to elbow Sukunkana and kind of like, you know, head nod over to him. And I'm going to say, I didn't know he was a vegan. Because <laughs> vegans meditate, apparently. This <laughs> <laughs> baseless accusation. Didn't know he was a vegan. <laughs> Like, here's the thing. She doesn't even know what plants are. Like, Maris, they don't know what plants are. So <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. Vegans yeah. kind of looks diet. over and like, Vegans meditate. How do you know what a vegan is? <laughs> um, and But no, Sukikana is going to look over and she's like, look, he's patient when I need to do my witch rituals in the morning. 
we have to respect his like his like funny punchy man rituals. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that <laughs> in any capacity. Funny punchy man rituals. That's what it is, right? <laughs> That's fair. Fang similarly uh, crosses her legs and sits down and closes her eyes and just waits. Just enjoys the warmth for a minute. I'm gonna elbow Sikankana one more time and be like, mm, vegan. <laughs> so kind of just gives you a confused look as she crunches on some watskana. <laughs> uh, so after your short rest, uh, like about around, you know, the fifty-five minute mark, do you come back to the rest of the group or so? Uh, at the end of the fifty-five minutes or so, condemned puts uh, the little pieces of metal back into the pouch, puts the pouch back into his satchel, stands up. Uh, comes back and he seems to have reached some sort of uh, decision or something the sort of spaced out look and the sort of weird s- silence that he's been having since uh since he saw sukun kind of kiss the skull seems to have faded to a very large extent and um he looks at the group and he says are we ready to proceed while you guys were nursing your wounds and Sukunkana with her max health was practicing throwing fireballs <laughs> like throwing produced flames, she's like, I need to get better at this so I don't hurt my friend. She built like a snowman um, Connie and has just been like shooting at the back. <laughs> so I want to give condemned inspiration for the spending time away doing the weird thing. The, the, the funny fighter man things. <laughs> Anyway, so after you short rest and uh, uh, serious things happen, um, Fang stands up and says, I I grow more uncomfortable by the wastes as time goes on, and I would like to get out of here as quick as possible. Sukun kind of pats his shoulder, and, you know, as, as always, she links to, to their mind and says, Worrying is just going to make it worse. We just have to keep going forward. You can worry when we get there or when we're actively in danger but right now it's smooth relative sailing don't worry it's okay you're okay what's sailing uh you know it's like surfing jesus <laughs> it's like surfing. Is, is that gonna be our running joke <laughs> what's surfing <laughs> it's future sukun kind of here to give you a lecture about surfing versus sailing <laughs> <laughs> uh, she just she just pats pats their shoulders. Says that's just one of those things you just gotta not worry about and just keep going. Yeah, worrying feels like kind of like a really big emotion. Yeah. So maybe we should put that to the side. Yeah. And then I big eyes stare at her when I say the word emotion. You can see a slight uh, increase in the size of her canines as she sort of bares her teeth at you a little bit, but they retract. It is not wise to antagonize one another. I'm gonna give her a wink, as well. <laughs> Feng is correct that it is smart to be cautious in the wastes. So, Sukunkana, which direction are we going? Uh, she consults her map, like, carefully and intentionally, and then says, this way, and then points in the direction that they need to go. Alright, and then you head off in that direction. Uh, as you are walking along, you eventually come to another checkpoint, and you guys have been on the road for pretty much the entire day and it's it's a long one you guys are exhausted it's it's pretty much time if you want to bed down unless you want to push through the night would you guys be opposed to bedding here or do you think sukunkan is never opposed condemned how do you feel a, a rest would be good it has been long day 
Who wants to take first watch? On that note, uh, he is going to look to Maris. You and the girl should take watch first watch. He looks to Sukunkana. I know you slept through last time. It is fine. But you will need to learn how to take these things seriously. You will need to contribute. Being paired with, with Maris is good start, I think. Sukunkana like, takes a second and she nods and she says, You, you know more than I do and I trust your judgment that I should do better. <laughs> <laughs> you have been great contribution so far. Uh, she does like a thumbs up and then she looks at Maris and she says, Sleepover! <laughs> Sleepover! <laughs> Which is probably not the move yeah. that we want to take into this. Opposite. <laughs> he decides to just be happy that there's enthusiasm. Um <laughs> <laughs> to be more serious, we're gonna paint each other's nails. <laughs> I imagine Mar- Maris has a lot of nails to paint too. Oh, they're big too, so it's really easy, you know, so you don't get on the skin, probably. Uh, in that in that case, I'll uh I'll take the last watch then. I'm sure. Nice. Yeah. Uh, we should probably take the first because the baby most likely will fall asleep like real quick. So I feel like me and the baby should take the first one. If that sounds good to you is, guys. Uh, is Sukun kind of good with just being called the baby? She doesn't care. <laughs> she is <Okay>. baby. <laughs> She's baby. Uh, all right. Well, then, then uh, let's get the let's get the tent set up and uh, let's get some sleep. Hey, this also counts as a short rest, right? Isn't this a long rest? This is our second long rest. No, you. Ha- this is your this is your second long rest. So you are doing this is the proper long rest. Oh, oh okay. You're being a lot nicer than I. Yeah. Shut up! Don't give ideas. The two of you are taking the rest after uh, everybody sets up the tent, and Fang goes in and lays down off to the side as much as she can. Yes. Uh, Sukun so kind of like before the long rest. Uh, has a spell slot to burn and looks at Maris and she's like, do you want to try getting trapped in all those vines and see if you can get out with how strong and hot you are? Oh my god, yes! <laughs> oh my god. Those rumors about yes. what happened at sleepovers are true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't just talk about boys. We also get out Ouija boards and then trap each other in weird vines. <laughs> so you can kind of cast Entangle on Maris. <laughs> I'm just flexing so fucking hard. I got my mall in my hand. All right. Try to get out. I start snapping at them like the wolf did to me. <laughs> um, my spell save DC is 14. 14 what? Well, make a strength check. Uh, strength saving throw. I know what that is. I've played D&D before. Ah, uh, 14. You did it. <gasps> oh, that's it. Yeah. How do, you, yeah. how do you escape from the vine? I flex so fucking hard, <laughs> but then I see that that's not working because like you can't just flex vines off i guess not with a 14 so i'm flexing and then i just kind of like shove my elbows up and then put my fists up and it just kind of like shatters it and then i'm fucking like ah so you can kind of like clapping and like cheering <laughs> making all this noise in the middle of the night while everyone else is sleeping i'm just like hoo, hoo. <laughs> Sukunkana kind of probably like after you got after they settle down with their goofing off um suku kind of starts like ask questions like like how how do you do a watch and like is there a schedule how long do you stare into the distance how long is a watch how do i tell how much time is passing explain how to do it um uh so like i said before fang does curl up far away from everybody because she feels 
outsidered. Uh, well, well, are we in a are we in a tent or is she just biovacking in the open field? Probably what happened before is you set up like uh, Maris's tent that she had, or, and it was like not big enough for the Goliath. So this time, like, do you have like a larger tent? Would you say? I like the idea of us all like cuddle puddling it up in one tent. Honestly. Like and also the body warmth because it's like so cold will really help. Mm-hmm. It's really important. Body heat, yeah. Mm-hmm. What I mean is, there one that like Connie would have that would be larger because he's a Goliath. Oh no, actually, you know what? Oh, actually, you know what? He wouldn't because if he would have a sink a tent that is just big enough for him if he's by himself from when he was traveling by himself. But the rest of the time, he would have been traveling as like a caravan guard or something. And I imagine they'd have their own tents. So Maris's tent from uh, Thrive would probably be the largest tent that the party had available. I'm rich. <laughs> Actually, wouldn't Sukun Kana's tent be the largest? Because she's the most bougie out of all of us? Yeah. Uh, but she's the smallest. <laughs> yeah, but like... So I feel like 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 uh, Mom would have given you a pretty decent one to help encapsulate everybody. At, le- at the very least, the three of you. Oh, and, and Sukun Kana just just didn't know because she didn't go through all like she she packed her own bag but then like like her 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 mom went through it and is like repacked it and put all the stuff she actually needs like <laughs> like you don't need your toys yeah. you don't need this you yeah. only need one hairbrush it's like when you're packing for a vacation yeah. you're like i'm gonna shit my pants three times a day throughout this one week vacation i better pack so 30 I pairs three of underwear. packs of underwear yeah. for the 10 yeah. days each yeah. yeah so yeah no she probably repacked her bag i always visioned it like the the three of us were like in the tent but like connie's like a little bit too like he's too big so then it's like from like cankles down is just like sticking out of the tent because i think that's cute well, that would that would wreck with the body heat, though. So I think he would just have to curl up. I, what we established uh, last time, or in episode one, whatever it was. Oh yeah, they were like under the knees. Yeah, where he had to like he has to specifically position himself so that like his calves are just braced against the bottom of the tent. Well, so at, at some point, Suka kind of is like, "Hey, I got a tent too," <laughs> and it's nicer and large. Anyway, so uh... just even Suka kind of large tent. That nobody knew about. <laughs> uh, so I guess training montage on how to keep watch. You're the best around. <laughs> yeah. So it's like Maris is like step one, step one for like a for a stakeout is what I like to call a watch. You need snacks. Step two, you gotta look, you gotta listen, and then step three, if anything feels a little hinky. You, you gotta wake at least like one buddy up you know just to kind of let them know like hey there's some hinky hinky things maybe you know get ready for some hinks got it and then when you're when you start to feel tired and you're like oh i can't look i can't look around that's that's when you that's when you wake up the other but for you maybe you should wait like a minute more because you get sleepy yeah a lot so i don't know i don't know how you're gonna tell time how, what do you know any songs? Because you can sing that like sixty times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thus, they invented the. It's like you know when you wash your hands and you have to sing Lizzo. Yeah, Sukun kind of looks up at the clouds in the sky and says, "God, this would be so much easier if we could see the stars. I could just tell time by the stars if we could see them." Never heard of her. Um, imagine uh, I can cook and she summons a fire. Imagine this. Know it. But it's in the sky and really far away, and there's 
more than you can literally imagine. Uh, uh yeah, I can. Li- I literally can't imagine that. It'd probably get pretty warm. No, they're they're. Tw- it's like it's like if this little little fire yeah. was like a hundred billion feet away from you, but you could still see the light. <laughs> that okay, okay. I mean, that feels hanky. <laughs> like look if. <laughs> If we can, like, manipulate the clouds one day, I'll show you. Clouds? <laughs> How much time have you spent imagining what you're going to do when Sukunkana gets control weather? Be honest. Oh, my God. She's going to control so much oh weather. Oh, my God. Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, we're fucked. Yep. But, like, in the best way. Yeah, she's going to control the <laughs> hell out of that weather. Oh, my God. Okay, um, just so just to clarify, so the cloud cover is uh, basically eternal, right? Like we've never, nobody's, it, you've, yeah. Okay. yeah, you've okay. never seen the sky. The sun that is above the clouds definitely lights up the clouds. And so you have like the, the overcast, but the overcast is more or less permanent unless it's dark, in which case it's super dark because of the clouds. And there's no stars. Sukunkana's new like end game is now just to be a weatherman who like, <laughs> Surfs. She would be a god. <laughs> the most respected weatherman. In that case, uh, do you guys do anything else notable on your on your watch? Do you talk about anything else, or do you just kind of like dick around and um, do you go on your patrols outside the tent for like a hot minute? No, I think it's just like a cute little bonding montage. Nothing too steep. You know, you gotta you gotta get there. You gotta gain that. Yeah, like like I know that you. Like generally, friends will tell their entire life stories to each other at three a.m. Mm-hmm. But we're not quite there mm-hmm. yet, you mm-hmm. know. In that case, I think that we then move on to uh, how do you guys wake up? Uh, like you know what? Okay, I'm not I'm not speaking for Connie or anything, but I feel like as soon as they walk towards the tent, Connie would wake up and be like, "It is time," you know. <laughs> and after like after probably hours of listening to these two goofuses like 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 do stupid shit in the background, he's just tent, like I have to be patient. You know when you wake up at like the perfect time, like right before your alarm, because you're like you're like I'm gonna be late for work. That's Connie. He's like, I'm gonna be late. I'm gonna be late for work. Uh, we we established that Condemned sleeps very lightly when he's out in the field, just because he was always on edge for like ice thralls or something waking up or coming up to him. So as soon as he hears the uh, footfall in the snow, he would probably wake up automatically and already be in that process. Throw a javelin out the fucking door. <laughs> yeah, he's he lost a couple caravan jo- guard jobs that way actually, but he got it under control. That damn like hair trigger PTSD javelins. That's how he lost the first half link actually. <laughs> he later blamed it on the ice dolls. <laughs> but yes, uh condemned condemned would already be kind of getting up by the time the two of them returned. So I feel like Sukin kind of would stick her little head in and be like, "Connie?" Yes. And she like binds Link to his sleeping, his his theoretically sleeping form. <laughs> Maris is gonna stick her head like above Sukunkana, so it's kind of like a Scooby Doo, like a Scooby Doo scene where they're like yeah. around the corner, like one head above the other. So it was, what you see is a small masked face poke its way through, and then like a lizard snout. <laughs> so like any real person's, um, what is that called? When sleep paralysis demon? Yeah, <laughs> that's us. <laughs> it's my sleep paralysis. <laughs> A two-headed yeah. creature, except one of them's a lizard. One's masked and one's a lizard. <laughs> what it's that's what they're gonna look like now for me for sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, Condemned's gonna you know like kind of get up and wait for them to come into the tent, and he exits the tent. And as he is exiting, he's going to look to Maris and you know kind of like 
nod a little bit towards uh, Sukunkana. Like, how how did she do? Uh, yeah, I'm just kind of give like thumbs up, like like the okay sign, and give a wink. Like, we're we're doing good. She's doing good. We're on the way. We're making progress. I will not tell him my method. Okay. It'll have to be a secret for all of eternity. Sukunkan is already in the tent and has <laughs> taken off her outer layers and is already asleep while this exchange is happening. She doesn't even The wait. snoring has begun. <laughs> yes. Can she be snoring directly into Fang's ear? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. And you can like, and she has like, does Fang have like wolf ears? So like whenever she like is like... And then like the ear goes up. Uh, she's like 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 her, her her regular ears are a little like pointed at the top, so you can see them twitch when she snores in her ear. Ah, oh, I would love that. Yeah, <laughs> cute. Uh, so Fang does like just kind of turn around and is like like warmth from another being. Like thank you. Like Aww, that's cute. So you can kind of like bear hugs her immediately. Aw, from enemies to friends. Uh, cool. She acquiesces into the hug. Now she's got a jetpack. <laughs> <laughs> a wolf wearing a jetpack should be like our mascot though i think Ooh, it's pretty great there's the logo it's pretty dope wolf with a jetpack is the name of my new band <laughs> do you want to join the cuddle puddle maris oh i'm sneaking in for sure for sure for sure i'll spin the baby the protector i'll be the i'll backpack the jetpack for the wolf hell yeah <laughs> maris is the jetpack fuel canister <laughs> Uh, Connie, do you, do you do anything of note on your short rest or your 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 watch? Yeah, condemned is con- condemned's just gonna like do a a few patrols, you know, standard. Okay, can you just give me like a a, a perception check real quick? So neither of them did perception checks. I just want to state out. Yeah, is that bad? Are Are you sure that you taught her how to do watch? Yeah. Uh, Maris. <laughs> yeah, are you sure? I thought it was implied that we were looking while I was saying we were looking, but. Yeah, probably not if like nails were getting painted. We were also goofing off, playing with magic, you know. <laughs> I got an eleven. Okay, uh, you you don't see anything out of the ordinary. Everything is it, it's dark. It's far away. All right. Sure, that sounds real. Eventually, the time comes around in which you are to wake Fang, and she is to take her watch. She is currently like being cuddled. One very small and one very large cuddly individuals, and they are playing jetpack, which doesn't make any sense to anybody. They call it. They just call it jetpack. <laughs> The baby is probably the warmest. The baby is stuck between a like a furry animal and like a fire breathing lizard. Like that's gotta be the warmest situation. She's living for it. <laughs> because it's dark and he doesn't have dark vision, and because both of the people beside her are much larger than her, I imagine when Condemned pokes his head through, he has to like wait a moment to make sure that Sukunkana did not wander off in the night behind his back or something. Until he sees, like, the dark shape, and then he's like, okay, it's fine. Puts his giant hand on Fang's shoulder and shakes her very gently. Uh, she, she, she comes, she comes to, she comes to, uh, consciousness, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, okay, all right. She has to all escape right. Sukunkana's death grip. It's not hard, her strength is six. Have you ever been cuddling with someone who is absolutely asleep and you just sort of have to, like, pry their rigor mortis stricken fingers off of your body very slowly? Yeah, she do that. I like to imagine that Condemned takes, like, the backpack or something and, like, puts it in place of where Fang was. Just to, like, Indiana Jones, like... <laughs> oh, yeah, no, he, Indi- he, yeah, he Indiana Jones, it. absolutely. Uh, give me a slight hand check. Ah, uh, goddammit. That's what happens when you say crazy stuff. That's fair. She's not gonna wake up. She's not. That's five. 
Fang goes, ah! Uh, which I don't think wakes anybody. <laughs> no. <laughs> the bag sort of just like, poof, like, baffs off of Sukunkana. I don't imagine she reacts. <laughs> uh, you do, you, she goes, and then does it wake up? <laughs> Fang looks and uh, says to you, okay, uh, we're going to have to work on that. Right? <laughs> they should have woken up. Just don't do it. They should have woken up. <laughs> Get some sleep. Like... And then she, she heads outside with her bow. Oh, they should have woken up. <laughs> That's dying. hilarious. I oh, love that. They're still thinking about it. They yeah. still woken oh my god. Up. He's right, though. There's, yeah. like, where's the lie? There's none here. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fucking, like, okay, next log rest, I'm just going to, like, have a fucking zombie show. Oh, up. man. Just, like... Start eating her like. <laughs> Stop! Stop <laughs> like, it! Go away! It's not my turn. And then she like sets the tent on fire in her sleep. Okay, so the three of you bed down, and uh, there's a, a a vision that you all seem to share. We're doing the typical dream share thing that happens in D and D sometimes. You see a wave of purple smoke in your vision, and it sort of washes from the the top of your vision to the bottom of your vision, and it fades away in a similar manner, and you're in a large room. It seems like it's very large, considering most of the buildings that you've been in have been relatively small, except for, like, the main community hall where the three of you met for the first time. Most places have been you know, relatively tightly packed because of the amount of resources that are available. Everything in this entire area is made out of the same material of the ruins of the ship in Thrive. Sukunkana has told you all that that is called wood. Everything seems to be made of it. There are tables, there are chairs, there is a long section with a man behind it, there are doors made of this stuff. Almost everything here is made of wood. Uh, question: Does Sukunkana ever see like like wooden buildings and stuff in her dreams, or is it like exclusively plants and animals? Because that's how I imagined it as exclusively plants and animals. Pretty much only stuff that you would find in a forest. Yeah, exactly. I was like, that's that's what it was in my brain. I just wanted to check if she knew what furniture made out of wood would look like. It's boys boys get of America dreams only. Yeah, exactly. Looking around this area, you see that there are some people who are sitting at tables, and they have you would know them to be like horns because that's typically what they're what they're called but they're 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 made out of wood as well and some of them are made out of this uh it's it's what you guys would know to be seemingly ice but it's warm here and you feel warmth which is unlike anything that most of you have ever felt before it's you don't you don't feel that intrinsic cold that you've grown accustomed to to clarify when you say horns you're referring to horns of ale yes Oh, yes. I yeah! Like, I was like, "Oh, there's an elk what? in here." Okay. Yeah, I saw. I saw Maris's confusion. Oh, so we're all so we're in we're in Viking time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, looking around, there's uh, a person with a large uh, yellow curved face, and he has uh, feathers all over his body, sort of like a like like a, if an owl bear was just the the owl part, which is a, a difficult image, but he's he's taller and he's more thin. Uh, there's a, a man who has just dark skin and vapidly white hair and uh, another individual who's just a regular looking human man just sitting with them and they're all talking and drinking and it's uh, pretty casual. The man behind the bar, I have a very cool description for him. Just give me a minute. 
Bill Humanman, though. Bill Humanman. That's my backup character. <laughs> Man, can't wait for Sukukana to die so I could be my backup character. <laughs> Standing behind the bar is a man holding a container that he's cleaning with a white cloth. He's got an eye patch and his ears are webbed and he's noticeably missing an index and pinky finger from his left hand. Do we see each other in the dream? Uh, if you look around to your left and your right, you absolutely see each other. Did we hear about a guy that's in continuance that's missing fingers? Ooh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, wasn't Mr. Happy Foot missing fingers? I definitely remember something about missing fingers. It's not in my notes, though. I think this is just another man who's also missing fingers. When you get to continuance, you're looking for a guy named Bill Luckyfoot. Because he have all of his fingers and all of his feet. It has not been described whether or not he is missing any or all his fingers or feet. But he it, no, but but I think they distinctly said he does have. That's both true. Feet. We, he he has been described that he has both of his feet. You are correct about that. It's still out for jury, though, whether one of those is a rabbit's foot or not. Okay. So you guys are in this incredibly unusual situation. What do? The first thing that Condemned would have done is that when he saw, when he kind of like looked around, he would have seen Sukun Kana first, and he would have taken a, a few steps back. Um, then he would have bumped into Maris and like turned around and seen her. And then he would have like kind of collected himself a bit and resumed his normal stoic uh, nature. When he bumps into me, I'm going to kind of like silently like, like kind of like head nod like, to him and then to like the guys that are over at the bar just kind of like uh, not friends of mine okay hey i'm gonna yell hey at them if that wasn't clear uh sukunkana also like she like she like pipes up behind behind them like a little like a little hype guy and he's like hey <laughs> yeah hey but telepathically <laughs> yeah the dark-skinned man he uh he looks over at you and he says oh yeah come for a drink eh I love him. Yes, sir. Well, come on over. It'll be a good time. Hey, and then she comes over with absolutely no sense of self-preservation. All right. <laughs> Rolf, three more. And uh, Rolf, the bartender, uh, brings over some stuff, uh, some ale for the three of you. He says, that'll be three Electrum. What kind of degenerate civilization uses Electrum? What is that? Is that from the real D&D thing? Yeah. It is. Oh. It's just it's it's like an in between gold and silver. Yeah. So nobody uses it. Uh, we're we're gonna start a tab if that's okay. Oh, it's okay. I got you for this one. Oh, perfect. And he throws down three electrum on the table, and Rolf picks it up and he walks away. Uh, Sukin kind of picks one up and examines it. <laughs> oh, well, he needs that. What are you doing? I just want to look. I'll give it back. All right. She licks it. Uh, it tastes. It t- if it tastes like metal, like copper, it might taste like blood. I was going to say, has Sukunkana ever bit her tongue? Probably. Probably. Who hasn't? Clumsy bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it tastes similar to blood that you've tasted in your own mouth before. Hmm. She puts it down and gives it back to the man. She's like, tastes like blood, she says. <laughs> uh, aye. Aye, it does. Uh, what brings you three here? Uh, she, I want to remind you, she is using Mind Link to talk to everybody. Uh, they don't seem to mind at all. They don't seem to care. Great. Excellent. <gasps> Ooh, what okay, brings okay. the three of you here? Uh... I assume some manner of dream. I've never had one like this before. Okay. Where I talk to people. Well, we all have dreams. You know how it is. I want to be a woodworker. Oh, that's cute. Oh, yeah. A what? And then the scene from Tangled where everyone in the tavern yeah. has that song. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> I have <dreams." laughs> And I'm the fat old guy with one hand. Dibs. Oh, I wanted to be the fat old guy with one hand. <laughs> Damn it. I changed my mind. I'm just the horse. Ah, oh, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be the, I want to be, 
The drunken fat man that hangs on a string. Oh, you're the guy that looks like Cupid. Yeah, but like ugly and elderly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just Like a really one. old, like alcoholic dwarf. I mean, I already think that Cupid is ugly, but that's entirely because I hate children. So <gasps> Tell that to the Greeks. <laughs> Oof. Dark. We are just, you know, classic adventurers. What? Who are you? Where are we? Oh, my name is Rolf. I'm, uh, I just work here, attend the bar. I, I often serve people just like yourself. It's not, it's not much. I, uh, I used to be an adventurer back in the day. It's, it's not easy work, and I wasn't able to hone, handle a sword quite the same way after I lost my fingers. How'd you lose your fingers? Oh, there's a wolf bite. Oh my god, literally the same thing just happened to me, but like I was able to keep mine. Did your wolf have crystals? Roll a wisdom check real quick. Wisdom saving throw. Oh, fuck. Why am I always the one that talks and does things? 14. Okay. As you as you mentioned that the same thing, pretty much the same thing happened to you, uh, you look down at your hand and for like like maybe a split second, it looks like you're missing uh, the two fingers in between your pinky and your index finger. But you, you shake your hand and it, they, they come back and it's everything everything's fine. Oh. Yeah, I, uh, it's modest work. It's a modest living. It's not perfect, but it's, it's what I like to do and it's what I can do. I mean, fair, yeah. I mean, I worked retail for a very long time, let me tell you. Oh, you worked at, uh, nearby at uh, one of the local shops? I, I worked at an alchemy shop, actually. Oh, that seems like a very useful skill. Uh, we haven't got much in the way of uh, magic users around here. Where And where is here? As he begins to speak, you hear a distortion drift over his voice as he says, Well, we're right in... So sorry. If we had cell service in this <laughs> in this world, that would have cut out. <laughs> what did you just say? Uh, well, we're we're here in. Okay, sweetheart. Um, okay, this isn't. Condemned's gonna put a hand on Maris's shoulder and just. It's fine. <laughs> uh, Sigrun kind of is like went from having reckless abandon to being extremely suspicious very quickly. Because as someone who is a veteran in dreams, this is doing her a concern. Uh, so she immediately stands up and doesn't say anything to anyone and walks to the other side of the room. Condemned will follow. And uh, opens the door and just throws it open. As you open the door, you are greeted with a incredibly long hallway that has a gray carpet on the floor, which follows a curve that shows the hallway corkscrews towards a room that is difficult to perceive. Okay, she closes the door, and then she she's like, Hey, guys! Uh, she, like, minds like with them, and she says, Can you guys, like, watch over me for, like, a hot sec while I, like, like stare into space for a couple seconds in that corner? Honestly, that's been most of this journey. Yeah, I've so been yeah. asked weirder things. Great. <laughs> so she goes, and st- she goes and sits in the corner, legs crossed, and she kind of, like, like relaxes and she's gonna try to commune with her Cory because she's dreaming right now and she just realized that her Cory uh isn't around like her dream spirit isn't like present and it does her a concern so she's gonna try to commune with the spirit okay uh as you sit down on the ground can you give me a charisma check i was hoping for wisdom (laughs) i got 16 so you feel that there is a equally concerned visage that is inhabiting part of your body. Seemingly, as you walk around, it walks around with you. 
the incredible unfamiliarity that it feels is akin to what you are currently feeling. All right, uh, she's going to take a second, and then she's going to say, Akinkuku, and summon fire to see if she can summon fire. Uh, you can. Fire appears in your hand. It's it's warm. It's not as warm as it usually is because you feel, as yourself, pretty warm right now. When Condemned sees her summoning fire, he automatically starts like slowly reaching for the shield at his back. Like, are we about to throw down? <laughs> uh, she dismisses the fire and stands up and looks at them and she says, Well, we're dreaming. Not the usual kind. I don't know what's going on. This is all new territory. I've only dreamed about trees before. And I can't even show you any here because this damn door is broken. Oh, thank God. Are there any windows around? Uh, there are no windows. Uh, can I turn to the other guys that are at the bar? Not Rolf. The three guys? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to like point at them. I'm going to be like, hey, who who are you guys? All right. Well, I'm Dave, uh, says the, the dark-skinned man with the white hair. He's a drow. I know them. Yeah. So Kunkana kicks over a chair. Uh, he, he points a hand to uh, the human sitting next to him. He says, this is Alan. And he turns to uh, the, he's an Arakakra. And he says, this is Bill. Bill the bird. No, Bill's just a human, right? Yeah, I thought it was Bill Humanman. <laughs> Bill Humanman. What kind of bird? Bird bear? Bird platypus bear? Just bird bird. Mm-hmm. Bird bird. I love that you just like Googled like top men names of like 1999. Looked up nothing. I just went I just picked names. Dave, Allen, and Bill. Yeah. I decided to have a barbecue dad party. And these are the three people that came. These are the three dads I brought. Dave, Allen, and Bill. Oh my God. Wait. So they're dab? <laughs> Shut up. Ugh. Shut Ugh. up. Hello, team. Ugh. I'm relatable. Yeah. Oh my god! Candor just quit the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I can hear your white New Balances squeak <laughs> as you're moonwalking across the screen. Fuck. Do they dab at the the table after they introduce themselves simultaneously? I kill them immediately. <laughs> I would I would riot if they did that. Uh, they do not. Thank God. So as you guys are asking their names and looking at them and sort of you know talked about them with what they're doing here. Suddenly, the the three of them, their arms go slowly to resting on the table, and all of their heads turn to look at a staircase that is next to the bar. That's very normal. They simply stare and look and wait. Can I get an insight check? Okay, fine. Sukun kind of goes in that hallway (laughs) of the never-ending hallway. She's like, okay, guys, let's get in here and just start walking. Uh, You hear... Oh dear, not this way, not yet. You aren't ready for this just yet. Let me help you. And like the Shadow Master from Ocarina of Time, a large hand falls down from the ceiling with the two fingers that Rolf is missing Uh... and grabs onto you and pulls you into the ground, into the shadow. She's screaming immediately. She's screaming a lot. I lunge to grab. As I'm, I'm sure that it is completely pointless, but as soon as the hand came down for Sukun Kana, Condemned would have attempted to, like, grab or stop it. My baby! As the two of you are sprinting towards her as quickly as you can. Actually, for the record, uh, Condemned followed her when uh, she stood up because she's the dream. Yeah, I was under the impression we were all next to each other. Oh, okay. Uh, Maris was talking to the boys. Sorry, I have a thing for the boys. <laughs> C- Condemned was following his, his spirit guide. 
the hand compensates for the extra size and becomes larger and grabs the two of you and pulls you down into the shadow. I jump on the hand. (laughs) (laughs) The hand disappears into the shadow, so you drop into the shadow and you fall into that and it drops you back out in the middle of the bar in the tavern. Dame kind of like looks around. He's you know, like with that hands up, sort of like panic gesture, and he's like, "So stairs." So King Adam runs through the door again. <laughs> <laughs> the door slams shut. Oh. Okay. Hey. Uh, uh. She's saying this out loud to the room. You got us. We've been punked. Let's all stop now. And uh, for once in my life. I want to wake up. Uh, Rolf looks at all of you as you are now standing in front of the bar that he is standing at. And he says, well, if if you need a room, there are rooms upstairs. No. Okay, shepherding us. All right, guys. Should we hold hands and go up the stairs? It feels plot pointy. I feel as if we don't have choice in this matter. Uh, can I insight check Rolf? Absolutely. <gasps> oh, fuck. I forgot about insight checks. Whoops. We trust everyone. <laughs> Everybody can do an inside check. Guess you got 24, because I got a nat 20. Nice. Ooh, don't worry, I got 8. I got, I got 22, for the record. We're all doing, we're all doing good. <laughs> so, uh, Maris, you, you can't get heads or tails about this guy. You, he, just, he just seems weird. He seems not dangerous, but he seems not like, he just he seems like a, like a weird guy. The other two of you, you can tell that he has no malicious intent towards either of you or any of you. What he truly feels is that he is a sort of a guide, a shepherd. He is, he's protecting you from something. And you, Brian, as the DM, are like the internet in the sense that you can't lie, right? Exactly. (laughs) Not to a 24, you can't. Not to a 24. Sukun kind of looks at the guy and she kind of squints and she says, if you're tricking me gonna be very mad and i've been told i pack quite the punch (laughs) she does all right well your rooms are upstairs and they're ready whatever you are uh she leans to the others and says i i do want to hold hands while we walk up the stairs i appreciate that i can get down should we send the big boy first and then me and then baby is that our marching order should it be me big boy keep the girl in the middle should we talk to those guys more, though? Can I insight check the stairs? Can, can, can we draw some dicks on the tables? Or is there anything else you want? To, or <laughs> Can I stick my gum underneath the table? I'm going to carve like a butt or like a dick into the, into the we wood. We kick over all the chairs. <laughs> so three hours pass and we finally go up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your game, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> I got all fucking night. We have a food fight in this cafeteria. Eat my dick. Uh, so if you want to start carving dicks on tables. <laughs> no, that's rude. This is an establishment. It it would be rude. These are like probably like handmade tables. Like it's medieval times. Like yeah, if it was like a Walmart, maybe. But this is like clearly small business. If it was like a Denny's, like maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get up the stairs. All right. Uh, so as the three of you walk up the stairs, I believe Connie in front. Yes. Uh, Connie in front, Maris behind, Sukumkana behind Maris. Condemned suggested. Uh, girl in the middle. Baby sandwich. I am the I am the hamburger patty of this hamburger. In order, Connie, Sukunkana, Maris. As you are walking up the stairs, you can tell that the handrail has not seen much use. It's incredibly polished. It's strangely new looking. Is it made out of metal? 
No, it's made out of wood. Okay, because I was going to be like, we don't know what metal is. <laughs> uh, and as you get, as you get upstairs, you take a, a right around the uh, natural curve of the stairs, the staircase, and there's four doors. One of the doors has some Goliath runic symbols that say "Enter here." Another one has some druidic markings and the picture of a constellation that looks like it could be a wolf. And the third one has a marking that would be familiar to Maris as it was what her grandfather's armor had on it. A symbol of their paladin oath. There's a fourth door. The fourth door has a depiction of a hand stabbing a knife through the dome of a crying skull. Burn that door down. Fuck that door. <laughs> Ew. Uh, I don't like that. Wait, it's a wait. It's what? It's a stabbing through a skull. Yeah, it's a, a depiction of a hand stabbing a knife through the dome of a crying skull. You So can kind of can also read the giant door. I was gonna Ooh. say. Yeah. You can also read what? Can also read giant. Oh, nice. I would have looked at the door and be like, "Hey, it says enter here, right?" Because like she's never like it's like she's like a, like a student who learned a language that never has has been able to use it in a practical sense. Oh, so you learned Latin? <laughs> yeah, like, like like she she like she learned French, but has never seen a real French person. <laughs> Condemned is going to look down at her and say, uh, "You read giant." Or you read the runes? Yeah. Fun that you've got a label on your face. I mean, not fun. I mean, you murdered someone. Whoops. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to go through this door. I'm going to gracefully exit now. Oh, Goodbye. boy. <laughs> go I'll be through eating myself through the door. She's just, like, been holding, the, holding onto this for a while. Like, <laughs> like, she knows, but it's like, this is my boy, though. <laughs> She's known the whole time. She just, like, couldn't find a good time to bring up, like, so, like, somebody labeled you, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Sukun kind of did go through the door, though. Yeah, she just she just okay, like yeah, fucking yeah. destroyed Connie <laughs> yeah. on her way out. <laughs> she didn't go through the door. She dropped a bomb, went through the door, closed the door, locked it. We died in the wreck. Yes. Yeah. Can Dendal kind of watch her go through the door, and he is like very clearly thinking about something, and is lost in thought for a moment before he blinks and returns to himself, and he looks to Maris, and he says. We should probably go through ours, yes? I assume that one has some meaning for you. I'm going to point at, like, my, my grandfather's symbol door, and I'm just going to be like, that door might... I I don't want to go through that one yet. I don't think I'm... Oh, that door... We we got to protect the baby. Let's We'll just... We'll go protect the baby. Uh, Sukunkana, did you close the door on your way in? Yeah, like, she was embarrassed. <laughs> the social anxiety got to her, and she just she just noped out of this... this <laughs> situation she's fumbled through it's like when it's like when you talk to someone and you say say hi how are you and and then you say you say good how are you and then and then they say back oh how are you again <laughs> <laughs> like how are you is like used as like like social greeting but like then you just keep like yeah. like building on it like like good and you but they already answered used to work at the movie theater and you're always supposed to say have a good show and then they would say you too <laughs> Enjoy I, the show. You too. I would die. I could never go back to that movie theater. Uh, so as as Maris, as you walk up to the door that Sukunkana went through, the door handle disappears. Uh, I'm going to start. Can I knock on it? <laughs> okay, you knock on it. Sukunkana, you hear nothing. Great. I don't mean to be rude, but 
Have you dreamed before? Did you expect that to work? No, I've no, but I've I've seen doors before, and that usually does work. <laughs> Sass bag. <laughs> he shrugs. <laughs> this is stressful for all of us. With that, he is going to go to his door, open it up, walk through, and close it behind him. She went through your door, though. He did not. Which door did she go through? Her door. Went through my door. Oh, I thought you went through the giant's door. Connie's door. Nah, I was just talking about it. We were talking about language. <laughs> oh, that explains the confusion. She can just read oh, giant. Oh, so I thought you were like, giant, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> ignores the druid symbol, ignores the, yeah, the druidic and the astrology, just like goes straight through condemned door. I mean, she's a baby. I don't know. Are you? So are you just chilling outside for now? Like just for like a hot second, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go over and just kind of like put my hand to the symbol on the door. It's warm. I'm gonna open it, and I'm 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 gonna open it, and I'm gonna go through. Okay, so let's start with the first one. Uh, Sukunkana, you see standing before you a blue and white aberration, a human shaped aberration, and you can tell that it has glowing white eyes. Uh, it's you remember you remember Cortana from fucking uh, Halo? Yes. Sort of like that, yes. except more ethereal okay. and less sciency. Except more fantasy. Yeah, more fantasy. Okay. She stands there and she says, "I am just as surprised as you are to be to see you here." I mean, I'm having a dream. The first one I've had that's a real one. So, like as far as I understand how other people have described dreams to me, so I don't know what to expect. I got eaten by a hand though. <sighs> Sukunkana, it's me, Maha. I've been with you your entire life. Sukunkana, like, stands for a second like she's buffering. (laughs) I'm the one who shows you what what plants are and what animals are, and I don't really know what I'm doing here either. Hina, am I right? Hina, indeed. Something is different about the world outside. I don't know what it is. Hold up. Do you know why everything's, like, frozen and stuff? Like, while you're here? While we can, like, directly speak? (laughs) I don't know why it's all frozen. I just know one day it was frozen. Oh, okay, great. Good info, good info, good info. Like, everything was fine, and I was with our tribe, and then all of a sudden, it was cold, it was... it was bleak, and I was the only one left. But I could feel them all with me, and I persisted through. Uh, Sukun kind of, like, is kind of still, still, still loading, still buffering. Um, and then she takes a second, and, um, she takes a really deep breath, and she starts crying, shocking everyone. (laughs) Three for three, baby! We got her! Three for three, baby! (laughs) She's doing it again! I hope next session nothing sad happens, and then, like, one, like, nice thing happens, like, you see, like, a cute thing, and then you're just like, it's so nice! she cries. (laughs) (laughs) Maha walks over to you, and she takes your hands, and she's a good foot and a half taller than you. Oh, that's not hard. She, she takes your hands in her hands, and you can, you, you can see that she is also crying as well, and she says, I don't know what we're gonna do, and I don't know what's happening, but I know that we have to do it together. Uh, and she kind of looks at her, and she's, um, so kind of looks at her and says, I hate the world. I hate how everything is. She gets down close to you and holding your hands up to, between, uh, between the two of you. You know how, like, like, family does sometimes? Yeah. Or, like, like with, like, little children. Yeah. 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 And they're like, you and me, okay? You and me. 
the two of us are gonna fix the world. And the room fades away, the wood fades away, fades into darkness, and uh, uh, condemned. Neat. Standing before you is the image of Femur Shaper. She's still blind, but... Oh, that didn't clear up? Sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I shouldn't be making this <laughs> It's <jokes>. crazy, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm getting in a bit. She has bound leather wrapped around her eyes, and she says, I would say nice to see you, but there's multiple reasons why it's not. He automatically bows his head in a gesture of shame, but, you know, even though she can't see him, um, he says, Teacher, I am, I cannot express how sorry I am for what I did, but if it is any consolation, I have taken the lessons that you tried to teach me to heart. Not just of shaping bone, but of how to be a better Goliath. You understand that it's not, it's not what you did. It's that you kept it. Yes. We're all willing to, to grow from our mistakes, and you are one who is willing to learn. At least it seems that you are now. But back then, you were young, with so much potential. Now you may, you, you seem to be in a place where it would make more sense. If you would have me, I would learn. Unfortunately for us both, I no longer can. <sighs> Although it, while I am not happy to see you, I'm happy to see what you've become. Thank you. There is hope for you yet. That is what I like to think. And then it fades. Everything, the wood, falls away black. Maris. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, could we not, I please? Wanna. I wanna, I wanna hug you. <laughs> now it's my turn to cry IRL. You see standing before you, your grandfather, wearing his armor. Hey, Maris. He looks a lot younger than you remember him. Pops. Hey. It's, uh, it hasn't been very long, but I've missed you. Are you... Do you... Do you know you're dead? <laughs> yes, yes, I know, I know. Uh, I, I wish, I wish we had more time. There's so much. I'm sorry for leaving you alone. I'm sorry for... For the things I did, I'm sorry for locking you into the path of our of our oath. I'm sorry. But I'm so proud of you. And I'm sorry that I saddled you with the destiny that I did. Grin and bear it. That was kind of, you know, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can do this on my own. Gonna be okay. You're gonna be okay. I'm trying to make friends. I'm trying to... You're so I'm trying. strong. Look at you. I don't, I don't know if I'm strong enough. I've seen. I don't I think I can... How, how, I can't protect everyone. Mare, Mare, Mare. Follow your heart. Follow the warmth that you give. As long as you keep trying to protect people, you're going to make it. I'm gonna touch my hands to my chest. Like, or like, right at the throat. Kind of where the, where you can always see the light start to come. He does the same thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you proud. I'm gonna make the whole family proud. I know, I know. I'm gonna try. I love you, kiddo. I love you too. And it fades. And you all leveled up! Yeah! <laughs> I'm gonna punch so fucking hard! So, 
just for like a quick like for the audience because i know that like when whenever i listen to like a D podcast and they get a level up and they don't explain what they got or what they what they did oh, oh yeah. my god that's frustrating it is actually super frustrating yeah so if everybody could just do like a quick like three sentences or whatever of what they got if if they can even manage that many called out connie do you want to go first because you have the easiest job okay um, I'm a level two fighter, which means that I gained more hit points and I got action surge and that's it. And also I can manage a third sentence, Brian. This is the third sentence. <laughs> and and the fourth one is go got fuck him. yourself. Nailed that it. was four. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, get four sentenced, bitch. Uh, so I take another level in druid and I have chosen uh, for my druid circle, the circle of stars. Uh, so what I did get is I'll get a new, uh, druidic focus, which is going to be, uh, a crystal that projects starry patterns when placed before light, because that's aesthetic and on point. And for once, wizards know what they're talking about. <laughs> um, I also get access to my starry form, so I'll be able to, uh, summon the power of, uh constellations or or like i guess in context of the character of like like her memories or her ancestors to be able to use powers that she didn't have before i am going to translate or or at least change the words to tanaka words but for reference it would be the archer chalice or dragon forms archer lets her use a long range attack long range spell attack uh chalice basically lets her uh heal uh, these fighty little boys that she's got traveling with, and Dragon makes it so that her con shit that she can um, let's see here make when you make an intelligence or wisdom check or constitution saving throw you maintain concentration on a spell. You can treat a nine or lower on a d twenty as a ten, so it makes it easier to concentrate on spells. You also get a few shots of guiding bolt. Oh yeah, I also get a I also get uh I also get guidance the cantrip. And uh guiding bolt the number of times equal to my proficiency bonus, which is like a number that I can't read two. because I'm too hot to do numbers. Same, I get that. Also, I realized that I had the easiest job when I fucked up because I said I got 5 hit points, but it's 9 <laughs> and I'm ashamed. Oh, also I'm at I'm at 13 instead of 8 hit points now. <laughs> my hit points went up and i don't know what method i'm using i i'm assuming it's automatic it just if it just they just went up it's probably okay. fixed it's just naturally at fixed unless you change okay, cool. it because i was like i didn't do that but that's more than i had <laughs> sorry did i also get wild shape now yeah. oh oh yeah i can turn into yeah. animals <laughs> very important for druids oh dope hell yeah so why i can either wild shape or i can use my starry form up to twice per short rest per short rest yes Okay, anyway, continue. Oh, hey, um, so <laughs> uh, Maros got a couple of more lay on hands, like HP pool healing, whatever the fuck. Um, she got a fighting style. Uh, they chose defense because they get um, a little bit of AC so that people, it's harder to hit her, them. Oh, and then spells. Yeah, literally. Okay, yeah, she got spells. Um, she got three spells. We got bless, so I can make... Uh, me or my friends harder to hit or some uh, saving throws or some shit it's just good shit uh searing smite um damage and shield of faith 
Um, and then and you oh. can change those out for other yeah. That's ones why I wasn't too worried about like picking the best ones because a I don't know anything about anything and b I do what I want. So I would probably do it without telling you and then just hope you didn't see. What? Uh, and you got some more health. I know you're harder to kill. And then Maris got health. Oh, my AC went up. Oh yeah, because I took the thing. Cool. <laughs> I love D and D. I know how to play it. I'm really good at it. And I think that's what the best for me. And so the three of you awaken. <laughs> Fang is walking around and as she eventually comes into the tent to finally wake the three of you up she is visibly upset and she says i have i have tried to wake you for four hours you guys would not move we have got to get out of here there have been rumblings from far away they are coming closer we need to get up we need to pack up we need to get the hell out of here we need to go we need to go Right the hell now. Brian, as we took too long. Book your stairs. <laughs> you wake up and all your characters die. <laughs> Fuck you. Go yeah, yeah, we goofed around too much. <laughs>Thank you, everyone, for listening to episode three of Tales of Bone and Ice, starring Grimhilda as Sukunkana, Marilyn as Maris Terrasat, Candor as Condemned, and myself, Brian Sherwood, as the DM. Editing and music done by Chelsea Love. If you liked the episode or enjoyed the show, please rate us on iTunes or whatever podcast app you're currently using. And if you want to potentially have a character in the show named after you, tweet at us at BonePod using the hashtag BonePod and potentially get murdered in a brutal and devastating way. Once again, I am Brian Sherwood, and remember, watching TV in the dark can cause your eyes to strain, which can result in a late-night headache. So consider having a lamp on to avoid potential damage to those wonderful peepers.